Welcome to your Magical Life Podcast. A sacred space to explore, create, and manifest more magic into your daily life. I'm Crystal, homeschool mom to two wildlings and lover of all things witchy and magical. And I'm Ash, your resident art witch and priestess, helping you trust your intuition through art and divination. Hey, Ash, how are you? How's your summer been going? I'm doing good. Summer has been fun and crazy, and we've been kind of all over the place, and I have no idea where half of it is going. (laughs) I know. The wheel keeps turning. I mean, we keep saying that, but, you know, time marches on, whether we are ready or not. And here we are finding ourselves celebrating another Sabbath, one of the eight Sabbaths of the year. Lunasa. Yeah. Here we are again at the next one. Time is going really fast during the summer. Yes. We did our last episode, the summer solstice, and that was on June 21st. Now, August 1st is the next period. And so this is the halfway point, actually, between summer and autumn, summer and fall. So it's kind of that shift in seasons. It's not fall yet. It's still summer, but we can feel, do you feel that like summer's ending? I need to get all these fun activities in, you know, before the kids go back to school, before we move into fall, or are you ready for fall? Definitely the first bit. Uh, Summer should stick around a little longer. There's so much more that I want to do that I haven't done yet but I'm also seeing that like the garden I've been taking care of my mother-in-law's garden and so I've already been picking things out of there and Lunasna is that first harvest so it's not quite fall when it's like the full harvest of things but it's just that nice little reminder that things are starting to take form be ready to be harvested. And as far as everyday life, we're still having fun and getting out and going swimming and all of that fun stuff. But there's also that reminder we got to get ready for back to school pretty soon. Sooner than we probably like. (laughs) I love that. That is so perfect how you're noticing the shifts internally, but also externally with the garden. I love that. We don't, you know, we live in Southern California, so it's kind of like just summer all year long. So we don't see the seasons as much as some other parts of the country or world. But that is such a huge part of this holiday, which is celebrated by pagans, Wiccans, anybody who kind of celebrates natural living and the wheel of the year. So it is called it's you can see in the title, it's this big, long name that starts with an L and you've got a GH in there and a You're just like, how do you say this word? So let's start with that. Let's start with that. So I really Googled a lot because I'm like, oh my gosh, we can't even do this episode because I can't even say the name of it. (laughs) And so I have heard it said Lunasa. Um, So that's how I've heard it. Or Lamas is another name for it, which I think is a much easier name. So Lamas, Lunasa, because it's celebrating the god Luke. L-U-G-H or Lu, I'm not sure how you say it. And it is one of those harvest festivals. And there's three mm-hmm. harvest festivals. So there's this one, Lunasa. There's also Mebon, which is the autumn equinox. And then Sawin, which, you know, 
is a very well-known holiday. I think one of the most well-known ones. So I, yeah. So I love that this one, because there is much more harvesting to be done, but it is that start of the turn towards winter, towards fall, towards darkness again. It's that last bit of full light. And we actually can start to see the days get a little bit darker and things like that. Yeah, no, it's it's not light. And- yes, it is starting to get shorter, darker in the morning. I noticed when I was outside this morning doing my morning yoga, usually it's already light, but it was I was able to see Jupiter out still, which is so nice to see the That's stars cool. a little bit as the light is coming up as well. Yeah, my reminder that we're turning towards fall was that it was it was 52 this morning. I mean, that won't last. We definitely still have quite a few hot days of summer left. But the fact that it wasn't 80 all night was a reminder. Absolutely. And so symbolically, on August 1st is when they would cut the first grain of the year, which kind of marked the beginning of this harvest season. And so it's so cool that grains are such an important part of this holiday and celebration, because I feel like that's an easy way to kind of, you know, celebrate or honor this with your family or by yourself. You know, you could bake some bread, put your intentions into that bread, different ingredients and things like that. Or if you have things that you, a garden that you're taking care of, and you can use items you've harvested to you know, make a salad or anything like that, you know, to go with your bread, your fresh baked bread. Or if you can't bake bread or don't want to, that's okay too. You know, you can just go to a local farmer's market or a bakery, you know, even just your local grocery store and get, you know, a fresh baked loaf of bread to kind of celebrate and honor the beginning of the harvest. And like you said, realize that, you know, since the beginning of the astrological year or the beginning of the calendar year, however you want to look, so many things, you know, we have planted the seeds, watched them grow. And now is that time to just kind of sit and enjoy that abundance come to fruition, you know, and really start to, you know, have so much gratitude for what has grown this year already. You know, you still have more to look forward to. It's, you know, not the end of the year yet. But it is a nice time to kind of pause, reflect on what has come to fruition, and really be so grateful for it. Yeah. And it's a good reminder that it's one of three harvest seasons. So there's still time, plenty of time to, you know, adjust as needed, you know, whether it's, you know, fertilizing a plant or adjusting the actions you're taking towards something you're trying to manifest in your life. Like it's just the beginning of harvest season. So there's still plenty of time to continue to harvest or to continue to adjust, but take time to see what has started to come to fruition now. Have that gratitude for what is starting and know that you can still make some adjustments as needed. I love that. I really do because I'm kind of one of those all or nothing. Oh, if I get to this point and I see no results, like I'm giving up on it. Forget it. No more. Done. But that's not really, you know, the way to do things because then you never finish anything, you know, and there's still time. You know, this is a whole season 
not just one day. And you can celebrate this. This is actually, you know, typically a month-long celebration, you know, celebrated somewhere between mid-July and mid-August. So, you know, if you are not available on August 1st, if you are not, you know, catching this episode, you haven't even heard of this holiday until after, don't worry, you can still honor this as well. Absolutely. And before we started recording, you're saying it's usually the first full moon, which this year happens to be August 1st, but in other years, it could be different times throughout that period since it moves because it's going astrologically versus the, you know, Gregorian calendar. Absolutely. Absolutely. They often did it on the full moon because there would be more light that night, you know, so Mm. they were doing their harvesting and then they'd have a big party, a celebration where you really, they would take that first grain, they'd make it into bread. I'm sure they had beverages, maybe grain instead of wine. They would, you know, beer, ale, mead, whatever it is, you know, so enjoy feasts. I mean, I feel like all of the holidays have fire. So, you know, light a bonfire, (laughs) fertility and feasting. They kind of all have that in common. So that's a great way to celebrate too. have a potluck with your friends have a bonfire, you know, or picnic even. Yeah. Yeah, those are great ideas. And yeah, like, I feel like just the cycle, the wheel of the year, how all of them are feasting and fertility and everything else. It's just a reminder of that is human nature. That is like human life. And you just need those reminders of like why we're here, why we're still going when times get tough. Just to have those like reminders every month or two that we can still have fun and still keep going and still live. I love that. And it brings the sense of community too around for you to celebrate as well. And then when you know you cut the break, the cut the grain, it goes into the bread. You know, you have that nutrition, but you also have the seeds and they would save those seeds from the first grain as well yeah. to plant the next planting season. So it again, it's just so beautiful how the cycle of life keeps turning. Like you were saying, we keep on going and also that the wheel keeps on spinning and turning you know we're shifting into this season but that doesn't mean that we can't you know look ahead to save some of what has worked well you know to plant for next season as well yeah absolutely like keeping I mean it's not a time to just throw out what we have done before just because we're harvesting something like we can still have those habits or patterns or rituals that worked well and use them again and continue on with them. Yeah. And I think our podcast is kind of a perfect example of this for people. You know, this was something we went, you know, we really planted those seeds, you know, of Stara and we're working really hard, put a lot of work in that spring season. And then in the summer, you know, we decided that we are going to embrace it, have fun with our family, give ourselves space and time, that this is a whole season. We don't need to just rush, rush to keep producing and putting out episodes. You know what I mean? However, we did want to pause on these important Sabbaths and keep going so that we can continue to give attention, like you were saying at the very beginning. Oh, maybe the podcast hasn't taken off and, you know, 
you know, gone viral and bloomed so much. But actually, thank goodness, because our lives needed us to be able to give and take with this podcast right now in this moment. Doesn't mean that it's not working. It doesn't mean that we should give up completely, throw in the towel. We just need to attend to it differently. And that's why we're coming back here to do this one pop on quick episode to keep up with it, to keep putting, pouring water onto it. And when it is ready, when it is time, it might need a whole other season where it goes into a winter, gets covered by snow incubates more and then blooms into a big tree you know maybe we thought we had flower and we just need more growing time so i love that we do in fact have it has not blossomed yet but we do in fact have a plant for the podcast and i planted it during the early sabbaths and watered it and then got a little sidetracked <laughs> adhd brain forgot about it so I killed it and then I was walking by it one day and I was like, huh, seems like it's still pretty green and it's got some new leaves on it. So I gave it a little, oh, wow. little extra love, put some more soil in there, some more fertilizer, some water, and it's carrying on. It's still growing. So we still have a podcast flower that we planted our intentions with earlier in the year. <laughs> I love that so much. It's so perfect. Exactly. And I think it's, you know... It's real life. It, you know, not every project you have is going to take just a linear growth pattern. You know, sometimes, you know, things have cycles. Absolutely. Everything has a cycle. It's just yeah. a matter of whether you're like what part of the cycle has the most focus and what part of the cycle has it just, you know, kind of hibernating in the corners. Absolutely. And I think that it's important not to push things, you know what I mean? To let life guide us, you know, right now you're focusing a lot more on, you know, your jewelry and things like that. And that's where life is guiding you. And that has been great. And, you know, life has needed me to focus more on my family right now. And so I think it really just is beautiful to be open to what the universe is trying to uh, guide you towards. And also our whole podcast has been about embracing the magic, embracing seasonal and natural living. And I think that, you know, that's what we're doing. We wouldn't be true and authentic if we ourselves weren't living this way and honoring the seasons in our own lives. And I have a feeling that come winter, when we have a lot of time inside, maybe with not as much to do, maybe we'll be producing more podcast episodes more regularly again. Exactly. Like in that time where everything just kind of slows down, like you want that community more to have those conversations more to remember that you won't be stuck in the house. I mean... You'll yes. be fine, but I'll be over here <laughs> right. stuck in my house because of, you know, it's 40 below. So totally. it's nice to have that space or that connection, that community reminder. But yeah, it's nice to, I mean, this is a podcast for witches and pagans. So like, why would we be pushing to get an episode out every single week regardless of how we felt like we, it, yeah like you said it wouldn't be authentic if we were following what everyone else was doing and ignoring 
our own internal like rhythm and our exactly. own spiritual rhythm. Right. Conforming to the clock is absolutely against everything we've been sharing. So why would we go by this calendar date? Well, it's Tuesday. We got to release another episode. And then season two has to start on this date. It just, you know, we talked about it and you're not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. We're like, well, guess what? Who's the boss? We are, you know, and that is exactly. the beauty of this. And but we are we also do want to provide good content to our listeners and not just put out whatever. And so we want to focus on these Sabbaths. And we didn't want to let Lunasa go by without giving our listeners some practical tips, some practical ways to bring more magic into their daily life. And to be honest, this is one that I've never celebrated. I've been honoring the wheel of the year. But when you drew your beautiful wheel of the year printable, which by the way, is still free on our website, go ahead and go click. It's in the show notes, our website, and click the downloads tab and the wheel of the year printable will be there as well as some other goodies as well. So check that out and you can print out the wheel and it has an illustration of, you know, exactly the eight Sabbaths. And I didn't really even know this one existed, but it is because, you know, you hear about the summer solstice, you hear about the you know, equinox, fall equinox, but there is that cross quarter day. And that's one of the ones that this is. You have your wheel there. What is opposite mm -hmm. of it? Involved. So Involved. how we started the year. Right. Oh, wow. That is amazing. This is opposite in bulk. And also, if we have any Southern Hemisphere listeners, which I believe based on our analytics, we might have a few you would be actually celebrating in bulk right now. But I feel like as we've discovered with the winter solstice and the summer solstice in our last episode, you know, it really, they embody the opposite characteristics of each other because it is that balance, that wheel. And so I'm sure if we look at in bulk, it's kind of the flip side of Lunasa. Yeah, because at in bulk, we were setting intentions and desires for the year and so now we're starting to see we're close and so it's right so starting it and seeing the results that's so perfect that is so Man. perfect and we had talked about how the celtic calendar starts it the day before and at sunset so like whatever their day is their day starts sunset the day before so on Lamas Eve or Lunasa Eve the night before, which is July 31st, many people, an easy way to do, you know, celebrate this holiday or honor this holiday is to leave out offerings for the fae, for the fairies. And so those, since the fairies are often active in the evening hours, as we saw in Midsummer's Eve and different you know, Eve's, the fairies and the fae always come out. And so you leave them offerings and thanks for, you know, blessing the harvest and the grains as well. You can also, I've seen, make like little corn dolls or if you have bread and you break it into four quarters and leave one at each direction of your property, it kind of, again, asks for protection as well as blessing the harvest to be abundant and fruitful. So I think that the things that you want to do ritually or, you know, for your practice, for honoring this to kind of help you 
manifest a very abundant harvest season. It's also interesting, I wanted to bring up that on August 8th, which is just a week after Lunasa, we have 8-8, which is the Lion's Gate portal, which is a excellent time for manifesting abundance. So I feel like you can just start that with Lunasa, the little rituals to be grateful. I think gratefulness is so huge in bringing in more abundance. The more you see that you have and really express true gratitude for what you do have, the more you open energetically for more abundance to come in. So you do little rituals. You can use crystals at this time. Citrine, I think, is really good. It's also got that yellow color. Yellows, oranges, golds, those are kind of the colors of Lunasa and also of abundance and fire. And so I feel like, you know, using colors like that in crystals, carnelian, peridot, all of those kinds of, you know, you could get green because it the grain turns, you know, green to yellow, you know, it's that transition. And so I think that, you know, doing that, you could decorate your altar with these items. You can make a simmer pot. You know, I love my simmer pots, <laughs> but, you know, some good things would be things you could harvest. Blueberries and blackberries are big at this time as well. We don't have that much stuff here. I have to go pay to go to a farm to pick blueberries, which we did. But, you know, I know that's city girl lifestyle. But if you've got stuff, go pick it. <laughs> we do. Yeah. All along our driveway is blueberry bushes. So anytime we go for a walk, we come back and we pick snacks along the way. <laughs> that's so great. I love that. <laughs> Yeah. And I'll probably you go to the farmer's market too, because there's a woman there that's starting to starting her own business baking bread. So like I can support Ooh. small business startup and I can also get bread without having to make it myself. That sounds fantastic. I'm going to link a few recipes, bread recipes that I found. Mm -hmm. We'll drop them in the show notes. I don't know that I'm going to make bread. I might do I go to. But, you know, whatever you do, you can, if you do have like blueberries, you can make a pie too. And I saw that you can even inscribe like protection or wealth runes or sigils in your pie or your bread, which is another way to, you know, cool. added intention there. Corn is another big thing for this harvest season. And so this is where I feel like you can make things as fun and not so witchy as you like, you know, with your kids. You could just make a bowl of popcorn and have a movie night, you know what I mean, and enjoy each other's company. And that can be it. If that's all the time you have, if that's all, you know, you want to, you know, if you're still a little bit in the broom closet and don't want to, you know, dance around the bonfire, you know, throwing your intentions in on bay leaves. You can just make some popcorn, thank the earth for the bountiful harvest and, you know, the fact that we have grocery stores and microwave popcorn, you know, and be grateful. Or you Look, can go, yes. you know, make a full on simmer pot, light a candle, do rituals, carve runes, you know, there's just a whole wide range and it depends oh, on yeah. your own private practice how out you are into the world, and just how much time you have this year. Yeah, absolutely. And 
regardless of how we celebrate it, you can celebrate your own way. Like these are just ideas and suggestions and things we've done or want to do, Mm -hmm. you know, and of course it depends on your place in the world too. Like things are starting to grow here, but I wouldn't be able to go harvest some corn. (laughs) Okay. That's not ready yet. Or sunflowers or anything like that. Like those aren't ready yet. But I have no idea because corn is always available it's been like all summer in my grocery store so i'm like oh corn season it's summer but i have no idea because i don't live near a farm you know and yeah so wow that's so interesting but is wheat ready is it one of the first things that becomes ready because it seems like wheat is a very big focus here I don't know too much about that. I don't have well, anyone that I know of growing wheat, so okay. I couldn't tell you, okay. but I'm sure well, in a like central part of the country mm-hmm. where that is the common crop, I'm sure the people yeah. in that area, pagans and Wiccans in that area, which yes. is, they probably know exactly when that's going to be ready. Right. The bread bowl. I think, I think it yes. probably is. I mean, it, I've read so yeah. much about yeah, a little bit about corn, but mostly it's been about wheat and grain. And so, yeah, I mean, really, any holiday that centers around bread, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's great. <laughs> More bread. It's delicious. It's great. And you know what? I also read this little tidbit I just loved. In some communities, they will, you know, do like different covens will get, you know, get together a coven and they will bake bread together where they pass the bread around and everyone gets to knead the bread and put their own, you know, intention and positive energy and blessing into the bread. And it just kind of, and then they all share it after it's, you know, baked together. And I just thought that was cool. That could be another family thing too, if you don't have a coven, but you do have kids. Good idea. I mean, why else do you have kids? Your own coven. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. But I mean, you know, that's a good place for them to just hit some bread, get out some frustration and put in some good. Yeah. And I homeschool. So I've already got like a math and a science lesson in there, too, you know, measuring and dough rising and you know adding and subtracting the times temperatures perfect perfect there you go and this i found this like just real simple like llamas loaf blessing which was kind of neat and you could do that with kids too it says from the fields through the stones because they grind it into the fire lunasa bread as the wheel turns, may all be fed. Goddess bless. And that was it. It was just a little saying you could do with your kids as you bake the bread. Cool. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we've talked about so much. Was there yeah. anything else that you wanted to discuss with the... I think that was it. I mean, I feel like that was a good our early harvest episode (laughs) so if anyone wants to share what they plan to do or have done before for lunasa let us know and we'd also love to hear questions comments so that when we are back in 
weekly or bi-weekly episode mode, we can answer your questions on the show and do card readings for you on the show as well. Absolutely. It was so great to get back together with you, Ash, and I can't wait until next time. Me either. It's going to be great. (laughs) All right. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Your Magical Life. We hope you enjoyed it. Drop a comment and let us know what you liked and what you'd like to see more of. We love hearing from our listeners and featuring your most requested topics in our Q&A section. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow. And don't forget to check the show notes for bonus content. Send us your stories, questions, and comments to magicallifepod at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time as we continue to explore, create, and manifest more magic into our daily lives. Until then, I'm Crystal. And I'm Ash. Take care and keep making magic.